Hey everybody, this is Basically Normal Reviews, where we are talking about the Oscars, TV shows, movies, doing reviews um, from uh, basically a, a normal person's point of view. I uh, hope you guys enjoy. Today we're going to be talking about Morbius, the trailer just dropped here, and the Oscar nominations. So buckle up. Hey guys, so the Morbius trailer just dropped today, and you know what? I don't really know anything about Morbius. Does anybody really know much about Mor Morbius? I mean, it's, it's not really a well-known or popular comic, as far as I can tell. Uh, it looks pretty cool, uh, but it's definitely not Superman, Batman, well, eh, uh, or, you know, Captain America, somebody that we really know and, and think of immediately um it i did say it's not batman but it, as far as the trailer goes it's remarkably close i mean when you watch it you're like oh that's it's batman oh a swarm of bats okay that's that's batman uh you know it it it's mar it's marvel um it's being put out by sony but it just feels like um Batman, but like, if he was just like way out there, <laughs> like if, if he just decided to like really, really go for it, that's, that's what we have. Also, you know, Jared Leto, to me, it's kind of, he looks just like the comics. It, it looks phenomenal as far as what I can see. But Jared Leto to me is just, it's, he's one of those people that they they seem to cast just to like make a statement to shock everyone. It's it's a really weird thing, um, and sometimes it it doesn't go over too well. I mean, he really makes people uncomfortable. Um, you know, his cast members in Suicide Squad they they were really uncomfortable with everything he had going on, and um, you know, when you think about him, even back in Fight Club, you know, it, it worked for that. Fight Club didn't wasn't received well when it first came out, even though now, you know, we, we watch it a lot. Um, yeah, but Suicide Squad, or even, you know, when he shows up in Blade Runner, you just feel uncomfortable. So I'm not really sure. I'm not, I don't know the whole story of Morbius, um, but I'll, I'll probably go into it feeling, feeling a little bit uh, iffy, a little uncomfortable um, to, to begin with. I, I'm really not sure. The thing, though, about Morbius is that it looks like it just borrows so much from from other movies. It doesn't look original. It feels very used already, even though I, like I said, don't know anything about Morbius, the, the living vampire. I don't, I don't really know, but it, it already feels like a movie I've watched before, which is unfortunate. In a time where we have reboots and and um sequels and things like that you definitely don't want to tell a new story that feels like something we already have it you know and you see him kind of like um with the purple like smoke kind of kind of like uh nightcrawler and x-men um it it really really looks like um like a lower budget christopher nolan batman film a lot a lot, a lot. 
Um, except for some of the lighting in times where we're just looking at um, Jared Leto, it just feels it just it just it feels like a movie we've we've I've definitely seen before. Um, it and it you know vampires have been really really popular and then quietly not so popular and then really you know it, they come back a lot so to try to make a new vampire movie doesn't make sense also you know you see like spider-man in there um you see uh, michael keaton who's also in this uh the spider-man movie that uh you know sony was a part of and it feels like they're just trying too hard. It feels like they're trying too hard to make you like it because of other movies that you like. So I'm going to go see this because of, you know, Venom might be in there or, or Spider-Man might be in there. And the truth is, is I don't really think it's going to be all that much incorporated. I think they're just going to show it. I think the trailer showed as much as it's going to show about about those Spider-Man characters. Um, and that was just to pull you in and if they're giving away major not major but if, if they're giving away things like that that would um make fans really happy just in the trailer i don't think the whole movie is gonna uh hold my attention that's that's the thing the way that sony has presented this with so much borrowed material um and just kind of cramming the spider verse uh down down our throats i i'm i'm not walking into this film thinking it's going to be especially good and that is what's bothering me about it right now so hopefully the film will you know when i see it it'll change my mind as far as today though we'll, we'll just have to see I also want to talk a little bit about uh, the Oscar nominations here. So a lot of people are really upset because Jennifer Lopez didn't get an Oscar nomination. She got a Golden Globe nom, but not Oscar. Personally, I don't think what she did was Oscar worthy. Um, you know, I, I just don't. You know, I like J-Lo and I especially like her when she's playing a role uh, based off of a real person. That's when she really, really shines to me. Um, but... The truth is, I don't feel like she performed Oscar an Oscar-worthy performance. Performed an Oscar-worthy performance. I, you know, I just don't. Um, you know, I keep repeating myself because there's really not much more to it. She, she's not doing any kind of crazy acting monologues, and you know, it's it's just not there. Is it entertaining? Absolutely. I saw it like two or three times. It took my sister to see it. We, we saw it together. I just, you know, it's, but th that's all it is. It's just entertaining. One movie that I did see that was far more uh, entertaining and, and should, should, I feel, should have had an Oscar nomination was Uncut Gems. I saw Uncut Gems um, with with family and our minds were blown when we walked out of the theater. I remember seeing the poster for it uh, when I was at the theater seeing, you know, other films um, during the holidays and it was not something I had planned to see. 
I didn't really think Adam Sandler had the acting chops in him to be in a film like that. I didn't think it was going to be anything to write home about, but when I saw it, it was amazing. He did an amazing job. I know a lot of people have been criticizing the, the camera work. Um, there are a lot of close-ups of his face, um, it, but it, it just kind of pushes how uncomfortable that character lives in this sort of crazy world. He, it's, it's a really unsettling feeling because basically he's addicted to gambling. And the director really wants you to be right there in it. I loved it. I thought it was different. Um, I know I keep saying, you know, in a, t a time of reboots and, and sequels, and it was an original story that I really enjoyed. Um, and at times it's really gritty and it's grimy and it's messy and it's dirty. But that was what I, you know, that was what I wanted. We watch a lot of Netflix as people now. We watch a lot of Netflix where things are really on the nose. You don't have to really think about things. You don't have to really feel anything. Uh, and that's why during this time we can have uh, movies like The Christmas Prince have, you know, a cinematic universe. Um, but this is one of those movies where you, you have to put the work in. You have to put the work in to watch it. And I love that. I absolutely love it. Um, and I think that that's why a lot of people didn't love it. Because it... It takes work. You can't just let it kind of wash over you. You have to really be in it. You're watching it. You're sitting you know, at the edge of your seat the whole time. Um, and basically, we've just become really lazy watching movies. We have. And I I think that's why it got uh, snubbed. I think that it deserved an Oscar. Um, Adam Sandler, if you're listening, probably aren't. But if you are, um, you, you deserve that. I, I don't want to see you doing any other crappy movies because this is this is what you should be doing. This is what you should be doing. Um, I know that Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson actually got nominated twice for an Oscar, for supporting and for um, leading actress. That's great. I saw Jojo Rabbit. It was fantastic. A lot of people didn't like it. Um, I imagine a lot of people didn't like it because they didn't see it. Uh, when I saw the trailer for it, it wasn't something I thought I was going to like either, but it was great, and she's great in it. Uh, Marriage Story uh, got a huge backlash on Twitter because of the nominations. A lot of people think that just because you like a movie, it should be nominated for an Oscar, and that's really not the case. There are a lot of movies that I like that I don't believe should be nominated for an Oscar, like Hustlers, for example. The thing is, Marriage Story is phenomenal. The writing is phenomenal. Scarlett Johansson, Adam Driver, they do a phenomenal job. Um, but again, it's not really one of those movies that bashes you over the head with exactly what it's about, exactly why it's about that. And, you know, hey, I'm a big budget film and you should like me. And you don't have to think, you don't have to feel, you don't have to know. If you're not somebody who likes to think then, you know, Marriage Story really isn't for you. And it really, I'm not going to say it hurt my feelings, but okay, a little bit. It kind of hurt my feelings that everybody um, on Twitter chose that one scene where they're, you know, they're yelling back and forth and they're like, this is bad acting. The truth is, it's not bad acting. Secondly, you know, 
watch the movie. It was on Netflix. It wasn't even in theaters. I mean, it, it had a limited release, but it watch the movie on Netflix and see if you actually like it. Not that that really matters, but just check it out. You know, Scarlett Johansson has a, just this incredible monologue where she's up and she's down, she's in the bathroom, she's wiping her face, and she just talks and talks and talks about um, how she gets, spoiler alert, how she gets to the point where she's seeing a lawyer to, to divorce her husband. How they got there. And it's amazing. It really is. I didn't know Scarlett Johansson had those sort, those kinds of acting jobs. I've seen her a lot in, uh, of course, like Marvel movies and things like that, which I really enjoy. I'm really excited for the upcoming uh, Black Widow movie. I feel like uh, Marvel could have given her a, a Black Widow movie a lot sooner. They kind of tested the waters with um, Captain Marvel, which wasn't terrible, but I would have appreciated a Black Widow movie before a Captain Marvel movie. Um, I, you know, I love Scarlett Johansson. I loved her even in the Island, um, Michael Bay film, but most people <laughs> did enjoy. I like Ewan McGregor and I like the Island and, and you know, that movie kind of makes you think too. Um, so if you haven't seen it, I would suggest to check that out. Um, but you know, Scarlett Johansson, she, she hasn't really been doing quote unquote real acting where she, you know, you can really see exactly what she can do. And this year, you know, that's what she went for it. She did uh, Marriage Story and she did Jojo Rabbit. And um, I think that both of those Oscar nominations were were warranted. Um, I, I totally agree with them. I do wish Ray Liotta had gotten a nomination. Um, the same as Laura Dern, who, who got a nomination uh, and won the Golden Globe for it. I'm really excited... Um, to see Judy get these nominations and, and win. Um, Renee Zellweger, I'm a big, I love Judy Garland. I think she was so great. Um, she had kind of a sad, you know, as far as her life, you know, there were a lot of sad and, and low moments for her. Um, but some equally is powerful and, and great. I don't, I didn't know her personally. Obviously she, she died before I was born. Um, but not enough people know enough about her story, I think. And um, so I'm glad that, that they did um, Judy. I took my dad to see Judy. And he, I mean, he was shocked. <laughs> uh, for lack of a better word, he was shocked. I was shocked. And I, and I you know, knew it was going to happen. <laughs> so um, I'm really glad Renee Zellweger did a great job. The only problem was that uh, Judy Garland was famous for singing this was a concert tour um why didn't they bother to get the rights to her actual music why did i have to hear renee zellweger sing weird also judy had a certain way of talking and renee zellweger she couldn't quite hold that accent um the whole way through it kind of drops off sometimes so i do have a couple of problems with judy but but as far as like them trying to recreate judy garland they did a fantastic job and i'm glad that um, it was recognized because a lot of people just don't, they just don't know enough about it. They just don't know enough about it. On the flip side of that, we had nominations for, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and 
while it was, you know, it was a big budget film, Quentin Tarantino, I appreciate what he does, but it didn't, it didn't do much for me. I thought, hey, you know, okay, this is obviously this is this is a good movie. You know, it, they put a lot of thought into it. They've they've done a lot for it. But Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is not as interesting as Tarantino's other films. I mean, when you talk about something as bold as From Dusk Till Dawn, um, even, you know, Kill Bill, um, Pulp Fiction. I mean, you know, they're, they're very, very in your face. And this one is just, it lacks something. It lacks something. And like I said, well, it was a good movie. It really wasn't, it really wasn't for me. Uh, it's getting a ton of nominations and awards and things like that, but it's not, it, it, yeah, it just doesn't do, do it for me. I, I, I saw it and, and it just, it, yeah, it, it, it leaves a lot to be desired, which is crazy about like how packed full of references and Easter eggs and different things like that it, it is. I hope that he does another film soon, and I hope, I hope it, I hope it doesn't leave that empty feeling for me because that this is that's how I felt about uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's how I felt about that. Um, you know, a lot of people are really upset because there were no female directors nominated, and that's that's. Typical. <laughs> it's typical, and I hate to say that. Um, but, you know, maybe we should make our own award show where we do, well, that's Critics' Choice Awards, isn't it? Right? But maybe we should make our own award show where where people just, there's more going on in there than um, the the good old boy uh, politics of, of filmmaking. Um, I'd like to see more females in there. And, um... I can I can understand why people are, are people are upset about that. Not to say that the men who were nominated um, didn't do good, a good job, but there were other several other female uh, directors who who also did a phenomenal job and and otherwise should have been nominated as well. One person um, in particular that I that I have to kind of think about is Ryan Johnson. You know, he got a lot of backlash from his last film, um, which I won't talk a whole lot about, but people didn't like it. Um, it has to do with, like, you know, stars and, you know, wars and space and stuff. But this this film, Knives Out, I did see it. It's cool. It's a murder mystery. It's fun. It's a new story, which is exciting to me. But... Not like some kind of phenomenal, crazy thing. I mean, come on. Like I said, I think a lot of people enjoyed that it was new. Uh, and that they didn't really have to think too hard about it. They like to pretend like they got to think because of the murder mystery part. But then, of course, it, it tells you exactly what happened. I think the best decision he made was casting Daniel Craig and having him have that crazy southern draw and... I mean, that, that was really what made the movie for me. For me, it, it was Daniel Craig all the way. So, you know, thanks, Ryan, for that. But ultimately, 
thanks Daniel. I, I the rest of the movie was fun and it was good, but I, you know I could have you know left it at home. Another film that has done really well, uh, the Golden Globes, and got several nominations was um, Joker. I I saw Joker when I saw it. Uh, I was really nervous because the last time a Joker movie came out, not talking about Suicide Squad, but the time before that, the Christopher Nolan Batman, um, there were, you know, acts of violence uh, at the movies where, you know, people were unfortunately dying. I mean, you know, like I, I hate that that happened and I hate to have to talk about it, but I was admittedly very nervous um, I didn't think Joker was going to be that good, but a lot of people were saying, hey, like, this is, this is amazing. This is going to be so good. I can't wait. So I got my ticket. I saw it. The whole time I was looking over my shoulder and I was um, looking at the, the entrance at the, to the movie theater. There were a lot of talks about um, beefing up security and things like that. I don't actually think anything happened. I didn't hear of anything happening in any of the Joker screenings. Uh, thank goodness. But that was that was an interesting sort of uh, cover. It, it was an interesting way to in, to to go into a movie like that and and think about it. I thought Walking Phoenix was great as a Joker because it it. It made the character more relevant and more, um, like, somebody that we can relate to. Um, which is interesting because Joker is supposed to be this really chaotic man. You don't know what's going on with him. Um, and the truth is, you, you really don't know what's going on with Joaquin Phoenix's character either. But you kind of understand how he got there. And that's really what makes it special. The only thing about Joker is that now that all of the fuss about it has died down, it's, to me, somewhat, somewhat forgettable. And then, you know, we have Birds of Prey coming out, which I don't feel like is, is really going to be, I think it's going to ride on the coattails of Joker, but I, I don't think it's going to be the movie that we're all hoping it's going to be. Um, so it... The Joker appears to have been short-lived. Um, I think Joaquin Phoenix deserves uh, all of the praise and the credit that he's gotten. Um, but I don't think he should ride that try and ride that wave um, for much longer. And I don't think he's trying to. I mean, I think he's like, listen, I've moved on. I did this. It was great. Now, like, let's let's just keep keep it moving. And I, I can really appreciate that. I don't really want to see another Joker movie. I think we would be kind of beating ourselves over the head with it if, if we were to allow that to happen. But you never know because, you know, right now, like I said, like I keep saying, we're doing the reboots, we're doing the sequels, and we're doing, you know, and so I I have a feeling that we, we are going to end up with another Joker, uh, another in this, in this same universe, in this same canon. Um, but I don't, I don't think that I really want that. <laughs> I don't think that I really want that. 
Um, I, you know, I, I've kind of already moved past it, like I said. I think it's great that he's getting these nominations, but um, the fear of people taking it too far within our real world was really what drove the intensity behind the Joker for me at the time. Now that that's passed, I don't really... I don't know. I mean, it, like, I can't deny that it was good, but I... It's not quite as pressing as as it was. So... This has been an episode of Basically Normal Reviews. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe uh, to the podcast for more episodes in the future. And thanks so much for listening.